Welcome to the Shadow Net. My name is Phil, aka Zeroth Maxima, Threat Level Alpha. We actually have a really wholesome boy on today, so prepare to fall from grace or whatever. Extra special guest today, officially half a lawyer. It's Eric Kielback. I'm not even half a lawyer. I'm two thirds of a lawyer. Oh shit! Is a three-year program? Think, yeah, it's a three-year degree. I mean, I'm not going to do it in three years. I'm going to do it really like three and a half. But so, if I hire a lawyer, they haven't even been to school for eight years. No, and that's a profession. I mean, I don't know. Fucking, Yikes! I yeah, I I think lawyers the the lawyer like field self regulates, so it's a bit of a shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm two thirds a lawyer. I just finished uh, recently. Okay, that I'm I, I'm in school in the summer, so it's like. Doesn't work at all for the segue, but anyways, speaking of halves, bonus guest today, half of the celebrated Retromancer podcast, is either Retro or the Mancer, I'm hoping he's going to tell us, it's Thrasnos, aka Nate. Hello! Welcome. Hey, come to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, I'm excited. I'm excited because of the trove of treasures we have to share together. Oh yeah, people are, people are going to know. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, we'll um, get to it. We'll get to it. The new sure. cycle? Oh, man. Do we ever uh, have scoops? When's the next Retromancer episode coming out? Uh, you know, I don't I don't really know. That's not no. good. Who knows, man? It's a podcast. These things, you know, you just like, you know, they're like an expression of yourself. You know, you're like, I'm inspired to make a podcast mm. uh, once, you know, once a month for two years, you know. Do and you feel then, not, not inspired right now? I don't know. I'm definitely not feeling it right now, but you know, enough to come on the shadow net. Why do you think that? Why do you think that is? Why do I think I, I'm uninspired? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's there's a lot of stuff that goes on. You know, like what causes what causes the seasons to end? Do you think it's a netrunner thing, or do you think it's like a non-netrunner thing? It's def. It's not. I don't know. I don't think it's netrunner or anything like that. No. Wait, do you have something in mind? Wait, are I mean, you going are you going to ask me is the meta like bad and then is that why? Is that what I you're going to ask? I just think it's funny like I was talking to someone about startup and the amount of people who have stopped playing startup because of the endurance is really funny to me. Oh, yeah. Like, Steven and I actually did talk about that a little bit. Like it's crazy because like the whole format has just evolved into the endurance, right? Oh, and no. They're not going to ban anything because they said they're not going to ban anything. Right, but they so made I was, a band team for it, so that's they might. fucking horseshit. Are you joking? Like, you think? Do you, I think the band team was basically like, "Hey, we're gonna maybe play a couple games of startup once or twice a week," you know, just to <laughs> like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some investigative journalism and find out what the startup card pool is. That was what I took that as. Not as like <laughs> we've got now a crack we've, team. We've made a team. Eventually, maybe you know, I think that's good enough for now. Maybe we'll do something about it. I Someday. think they don't want to do a ban list because they want people. I mean, I think they want people to play standard. Do you think that's why that they are doing a ban list? That would be well, you know, specifically specifically to get people to play standard, though. I think that it's not. It's not a. I don't think someone ever sat down and was like, "We're not going to do a ban list specifically to get people to play startup." 
I do think that less resources get put in the startup because they'd rather support standard in that sure, way. So, yeah, and that's true. Yeah, definitely. I think they just do the math and are like, okay. I mean, I, I think, think it's you big... underestimate how horny people are for startup. People fucking love startup. I mean, it's the massive problem because the problem is all of the new players want to play startup. Just straight up. Like, mm-hmm. every new player wants to play startup for a variety of reasons. I actually have a belief that it has nothing to do with um, I mean, almost nothing to do with meta health, and it's a lot of the reasons people want to play startup is because it's accessible. It's really accessible. Having the totally, cards absolutely. Is, is huge, yeah. And and it's accessible, and it's the card pool is kind of smaller. I think it has very little actually to do with you know the fact that like there's no hardening news or whatever. Like I think if there was hardening news in standard in startup, people would still play startup. It'd still be popular. But mm. the problem is that all of the people who have like not to sound conspiratorial, but all the people who have like power or influence in the null signal organization. That's like are people... that's our shtick. Not to but sound people... <laughs> Come on. Sure, but Alex Jones doesn't go on and be like, here's a conspiracy. Like you have to oh, sell well, it. Oh, you gotta as... sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so not to sound conspiratorial, but it's like all the people in null signal who like make decisions about organized play and about cards play standard. That's true. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't have enough. Uh, you know, maybe startup representation in the organization, or you know, insufficient. Well, I just think it's like. I mean, yeah, I think. I, I think in some senses it's gotten out of control. I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, I think if you had asked Null Signal at the beginning of launching startup, if if I had asked them like in a year and a half, will startup like arguably be as popular as standard? I think the answer would have been no. I don't think anyone expected to think it's popular, but it just is. It just is very popular. Yeah, I mean, I think they mentioned at the time that they didn't really intend. They were just like, hey, um, if we just combine the cards in this way, that's great. You know, they were just like, let's just make a smaller set and see where it goes. So it was very low effort to begin with from what I read, which is which is totally fine. It is It is hard when you make a product and then that becomes wildly you know, way more successful than you intend. And then people are like, where are the resources for this? And you're like, there weren't any to begin with, but I mean, that's, we appreciate you being involved. I mean, I do think it's sort of like this problem. I mean, like you could tell that they didn't know what to do when the, they had the like half rotation thing for Borealis, right? Cause like Midnight Suns came out and Ashes stayed in. Which is not right. was not just literally not the original plan, yeah. Right, and we were just we were just like we were like this is great, but Rizeki, and then you know then Rizeki rotated, and we're like, phew, but endurance. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a problem. It is a problem in the sense that like, I mean, like it's hard. I think like if you had to like look, I don't want to like project thoughts into the minds of people who aren't me but if i had to like look into the hearts of people who are making these decisions i would guesstimate that there is some calculus of like if we support startup it will continue to grow in popularity and we don't want that to happen <laughs> like I, on some level i think that is just true like right like sure you, you you're saying you're saying you're saying at some point somebody's making a decision to not invest because they're like why would i why would i invest in the thing that's that's not my golden boy when I well, could have my golden boy. I think the people who are playing standard want to play standard. I, I also think for what it's worth that the, the quality of game experience, once you're an established Netrunner player, is actually just better in standard than startup. Like, I think if you took all of the Netrunner players who play Netrunner right now, and you made like people like me who've been playing for like 10 plus years play startup, it would be like 
not as fun as playing standard. Independent, mm. like, just because the, the code, like, there's so many strategies and archetypes and code things that, like, aren't supported in startup. Like, startup is just, like, kind of, like, a very, and, like, obviously designed so. It's, like, a very small slice of the game. Um, true. True it is. It's, it's, like, you don't want to you know, throw someone in and be like, okay, so it's your first Netrunner game. Like, you go to a local and you play against, like, P Grinder or whatever, like, right. combo kill. So it's like, there's very no combo spe- kill. Very specific meta decks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, people like that, obviously. But it's just sort of like, like, they, they said that no st- nationals were going to be run, could be run in startup. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think the identity is, is, I don't know, just, like, undecided right now. And that's okay. I mean, you know... First of all, it's kind of got its own pressure valve built in. The idea is, is that it's constantly rotating. So, you know, if you don't like the meta now, just wait six months and then, you know, there will be a new meta and that's great. You know, uh, I played Netrunner Standard for a very long time. I also played Netrunner Standard for an entire year. And uh, I'm sorry, not an entire year. <laughs> That's a long time. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Wow. Funny. You know. You're, pretty am- you're great, Nathan. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> we like No, you. uh. So, uh, yeah, I played Netrunner Standard for a, a decade and, you know, like there was a point where it was like, like, this is really fun, but like to keep up with like the meta and the involvement and everything. I mean, it's just, it's just a lot, right? It's a big, big old card pool. And so, um, one of the things about startup was that I hadn't, I hadn't played for like two years and I was like, okay, cool. This is just like a sort of like gentle, so it's a, it's a smaller scope uh, kind of way to get in. And, uh, you know, I mean, it depends on the investment that you're putting in, right? Like some people are going to play it a lot and they're going to be like, okay, cool. I'm kind of like tired of this. There's like five decks or there's like two decks or there's one deck. And I, you know, let's, let's see what else is out there. Let's do more deck building, more interesting, cool stuff. And then, yeah, you move on to the next thing. That's fine. Uh, but like, I'm definitely not looking for that. I'm just like, I just like want to play a couple games and like, you know, have a little couple net runner moments you know, maybe hit a snare, maybe do a bluff or two, and then, you know, go home, you know, take a nap. True. I think one of the funny anecdotes is, like, I think broadly the largest startup scene in the world is probably based on the East Coast of the United States. Oh. Ruining everything once again. East Coast U.S. I mean, I really just think that's true. I mean, like, if you look at New York, it has a massive startup scene. So does Boston. So does, like, Dan Bouchard's area of the world. You know what I mean? But That's awesome. He gets I mean, it's fun. No, the funny is that most, almost all of the new, like most of the New York players and startup have stopped playing startup and are playing standard now because they're tired of the endurance. Oh, uh, which, I, in my, which in my mind is like fucking mission accomplished. Good job, no single games. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, that's really funny to me. That if that's true, um, <laughs> that's like the endurance. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, I wish that was true everywhere. Like we we had a startup event here. How many people? Did At least have? ten people. Oh. Really? Standard CO last weekend five. Oh, oh brutal. ruthless. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it com- maybe it comes in waves, right? You get you get that you get that wave of new people. They all stick together. They're like a little, like a band of Pikmin. You know, they stick together know. and then they and then they birds as a feather. They flock off to the next thing. You know, like, it, uh, it was rough. That is. I mean, look, I I knew I was up against the coronation of King Charles. So you know, wait, is he the king now? I, I, yeah, I think so. Does that mean wow. we have to get new money? Yeah. That fucking blows, dude. Well, no. Like, look. Clearly <laughs> like, you don't All wait. this money I've been working for all is useless. I hate <laughs> We're going to take the astronauts off the money. We're going to take the women off the money. 
and it's just going to be King Charles now. King Charles um, isn't even attractive. He, no, not not oh. sexy. Not how you Wait, win the. Are king. any monarchs attractive? I think Queen Elizabeth, for most uh, like, like twenty-five-year-old. No, no, queen I'm Elizabeth. saying like 75 year old That's seventy-year-old Queen Elizabeth. Well, I mean, I just think well, you know, seventy-five Queen Elizabeth much more attractive than King Charles. Ah, that's fair. I mean, the only other attractive monarch I'm thinking like Cal Drogo, I guess. There's also um, mm. I'm trying to think of attractive monarchs. We haven't had any, we haven't had a king in a while. The king is pretty handsome, I think. You like you prefer, you prefer kings to queens? You wait. You think King Charles is attractive? No. Oh, Brandon, aka the oh, king. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon is is cute. Who? Uh, the king. Brandon. He's net runner player. He's, he's pretty good. Uh, never played from Toronto. Is this like is this like one of those East Coast references, like a Toronto thing that I'm not aware of? Toronto is yeah. Toronto's not on the East Coast, but. Um, Wait, is wait, it, I thought Toronto was the new like New York basically, right? No, I mean it's New York in the sense that every, the rest of the country hates it. But uh, like, yeah. <laughs> where where in, where in the US are you from? West Coast. Oh, wait, we're in the West Coast. What? What? Oh, let's this guy. You hang out. I'm sure you guys have met in person in a wait, tournament. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what, what, what meta are you in? Eric, I would like to invite you over to my house. We could have drinks. I'm sure we would have a great time. That's exciting. Tell them about um, a big tournament wait, that's what, coming up. Well, where uh, on the West Coast? Uh, I'm in Tacoma, south of Seattle. Although I'm oh, not, I'm not part of any meta. I haven't actually hung out with anybody a, over here. There, there is a fucking meta in Tacoma, you joker. Is there? There was a startup oh, no. tournament in Tacoma like a, like three weeks oh, ago. Oh, there was. And I was going to go, but I had something at the same time. I was I was like, I was like, I need to go to this. Like, these people are are, are fighting the good fight, and, I, and I'm I'm not there for You're it. You're not I, helping. I'm not helping. I, I actually, I do feel a little bit bad about that. I actually, unfortunately, had a, a, a another thing going on at the same time, so I wasn't able to go. But all right, all right, you're right, Eric. What are you doing? Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? How do you, doing you know it? about this so so much better than I do? Now I feel now I feel because like I need I'm, to make this happen because I, I care about that. Oh what, <laughs> what are you doing on the What are you doing on the twentieth of this month? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're hosting. We're hosting going a second to... opener in Seattle. Yeah, in Seattle. Oh, you're coming to Seattle. I come to Seattle all the time. He lives Wait, like an hour away. I thought you lived in Toronto. No, I live in Vancouver. What you? Oh man. Wait. Are are you from the East Coast? No, I'm. Well, I'm from the middle of the country. I'm from. I'm a, I'm a plains boy. You behave like an East Coaster. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Holy shit. Good thing we said threat level alpha. Ooh. I waited. I waited. So we started recording for that one. Yeah. I mean. I, I think the problem is I'm friends with people from the East Coast, so it rubs off. I'm I just see. young and impressionable. There's a difference. You're just, you're just spicy. I think I just, I'm honest that I say what I believe. Young and impressible. I think it's different. I think, impressionable? I don't know if you're impressionable. I don't know if I could leave an impression on you. But, um, yeah, no, I come down, I've been down to Seattle like three or four times in the past six, oh, six months. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, I'm going to make well, it happen. I'm, I'm going to all these Netrunner events. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do I have to play standard at the event? Yeah, I, I don't know if I have enough. I mean, I own the cards. I could make Just a standard print some, deck. I print guess. some. Well, it's do so I have to? If I make a standard deck, do I have to play against CTM? No one should be playing CTM because it's bad. Oh, yeah, the bad right oh, now. Oh, that's great. Oh Glorious. man, what's good? What's good right now? Let's talk about standard. Tell me what. Tell me what standards like. Unfortunately, it's, the good decks are even more miserable to play against. I think it's actually. Wow. I think it's actually a pretty okay place right now, Phil. Do you, or do you hate the format? No, I think it's fine. I'm having fun, but I, mean, I, I haven't good. really played the. What are people playing? The like big bruiser decks. It's a lot of a lot of S's. 
Oh, that's exciting. I think it is right. good. I think Essa was like not good in the previous meta. Essa's pretty good now. Like I think they are basically considered one of the best like aggro decks in the format. Mm. Wow. And then, and then there's um there's a bunch of different stuff on corpse side. There's like Ob's okay. You have Asmar, nice. which is okay. There's Egg Infusion. There's PE. Um, H the the one deck that's like really bad is HB right now. HB is just in the gutter. Ah. Oh. Um, but I, I think this, I think it's a good format. I think people are happy. I mean, people are attending these circuit openers. Um, Look, I played HB and I came in first. So, wait, you won Whoa. your own circuit opener? Wait, you won Whoa. your own circuit opener? Wait, you won Whoa. your own circuit opener? Yeah, I know it's a bad bad look, and I had yeah, a first round buy because I was hungover. <laughs> You didn't think about the you didn't think about the optics of that. Uh, I did, and then I said, "There's only four other people here to judge me." So you know, I will oh, say man. that like it's of the ten people who went to the startup thing, was there overlap between the people who went to the startup thing and the standard thing? Like people who went to, to me? Both? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, 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 all of them basically. I just feel like it's hard to imagine. I just think, like, I thought you guys were too busy, like, protesting Danielle Smith or something. Oh, God, I wish. Yeah, she Dude, I'm so excited for Politics Corner. Danielle oh. Smith, Danielle Smith oh, is, like, no. fucking, um... Should we just so... roll into it right now? No, no, we, no, people would be mad. What? Also, it would hurt our analytics, Phil, because, like... Oh, we gotta keep them hooked till the end. Yeah, there's no reason people wouldn't listen to the shout-out if we just put Politics Corner at the front. Yeah, 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 That's sure. Why oh, we you, guys, put... you guys have done that before, though. Uh, and sometimes it sneaks in there. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know if He's... you guys are as good at resisting it as you think. Sometimes we have two politics corners. That's what happens. <laughs> I, I'm um, always really amused because I actually have no idea what you're talking about whenever you talk about it. <laughs> that's the joy of it. But, you live, but you live close to you're, you're so you're so you're so involved in it that I'm just like, wow, this is exciting. Whatever it is, and that's always really fun. That's probably kind of like why you listen to a podcast, right? You're like, I don't know what these people are talking about, but they're really excited about it. So. I, I'm having a good time. The I think it's so funny that battle. you fucking live in Tacoma and you don't go to the Seattle Network events. So yeah, good. I mean, it's just a scary place, you know? You gotta drive up there and it, uh, you get on I-5 and it's immediately horrible. I've stayed in Tacoma like three times in the past six months. Oh my, in the past six months? Oh my gosh! Because I, I keep going to these fucking Flesh and Blood events, which are in, like, uh, it's on the island left, like fucking Belfair or whatever, Belfair or something. And, uh, okay. and I... It's easier to like drive down to Tacoma, stay a night, then drive west rather than like do it all in one night. I see. Eric, so are you part of like a flesh and blood podcast or do you just play that game a lot and then talk about it on this one? The latter, mostly. <laughs> I, I think I think my experience with Netrunner podcasting has made me realize I don't want to do flesh and blood podcasting. Oh, wait, 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 tell me why. Because the flesh and blood podcast scene is okay. So because it's a T, so like flesh and blood is a TCG, right? So there's a bunch of, like, there's a lot of, like, I don't even know how to put this, but, like, there's essentially, like, a lot more people who are willing to spend money in that space. So yeah, the people who are, like, trying to do content creation are trying to, like, roll it into, like, actual paid work or paid something, uh, like Patreon uh. or, like, like the people who do broadcasting games and they want to roll that into paid broadcast, like paid um, casting by LS by the by the studio. They want to write articles for smaller publications so that they get picked up by the larger studio and get paid money for that. And you can build on this brand and then use this brand like for, to get paid for things. It's a business thing, and and for it this, is, it's, you know, 
we're 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 just a bunch of you know we're just a bunch of casuals. I think so, and I think it's like a business thing, and um, I find that really gross about the flesh and blood thing. It's I, yeah. I think it'd be hard for me to do a podcast and like I do the shot not because I love doing the shot and not because it's like making me any money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm like in the fl- in the flesh and blood scene, it's like there is this sort of overtone of like you're making something. How are you going to commercialize it? Oh, jeez. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, we all hate capitalism, but it's there's nothing, like, is nothing safe anymore? This I know. Is, this is why this is why LCGs were invented, right? I mean, I and then also like promptly failed, which is maybe a good microcosm of leftist politics. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, wow, I don't know. I'm sure someone else sent me an angry message, but I just think it's like, uh, yeah, I mean. I really like playing Flesh and Blood. I think the community is not good. In the sense that, like, everyone's just trying wow. to make a buck. Wait, you but, would, you would, wait, I'm, well, hold on, I gotta ask you. So, wait, you, you're you playing a game, you like the game, but you don't like the community, but you're still yeah, playing it. I can see that. I, I, I think, actually, I could not stand to, to play a game, even if it's the greatest game in the whole world. If I didn't like the people I was playing with, I just, like, I would just, like, this game's great, but I hate you guys. <laughs> I think, I think that I am of, like, a very specific breed. That is not that is sort of dying out in the network community, which is, and I'm I'm gonna say this, people can be mad. I I view myself as like a card game player first and foremost. Oh, I see. You're here. Yeah. You're you're here for the game. I think I well, I mean, I'm here for a lot of things, but I think that like if we're accessories. I, we're 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 like an accessory to the game. Um, incidentals. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of people who play <laughs> Netrunner who are like. I can be spicy. I, th- I think there are people who play Netrunner who are, like, kind of from, like, the board gaming tradition. And oh, yeah. in the board gaming tradition of playing games, it's, like, true that if you don't like the people you're playing with, like, it's going to suck, right? Oh, sure. And so, but, like, I've played poker for money. Well, obviously. But, like, I've played poker, like, for when I'm trying to make money at it. And, like, i play poker, and you play poker with these people who are fucking assholes who you think are scum of the earth sometimes. You still play, you still play with them. You uh-huh. know, it's a, it's a different mentality in some sense. And, oh, okay, sure. And so I think the idea, like, or at least in Netrunner, for me, it's like, I don't mind. In Flesh and Blood, I don't mind competing and playing against people. I mean, there are parts of the community where it's like, they're not, like, outwardly offensive to me. I just, like, wouldn't hang out with them ever outside of playing that card game. Um, you, are you playing Are you playing Flesh and Blood for money? What's your motivation? Just to play the game? Or is it? are you gaining money. something? My motivation is I really like competing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I respect that. And I think... In Netrunner, it's really hard to compete anymore. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of avenues for it. Oh, okay, yeah, like, no, I actually, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's just different. Like, the tournament scene just isn't what it used to be in Netrunner, and I'm not a fan of how the organized play policies are right now. Which, I mean, if you listen to the last episode, it's you know whatever. But it's, so it's sort of like I'm, I'm interested in competing. Like, okay, let me put it this way: I can like, I'm gonna go play in like six different regional qualifiers in this month and the next month and a half and i'm going to qualify for nationals which is an invite only event and then if i top 16 that invite only event i get paid like a thousand dollars in cash plus like gold foils which i can sell for thousands of dollars oh and, sure and it pays like, for your gas it pays for my yeah it pays for my stuff so it's like i've played in tournaments where like i play and i win and i sell my prizes and i make money back which is like just covering my costs i play because i love the game um but it's like it's just a different scale of competition and, and competing and like I get XP and I have ELO and like I'm on a leaderboard. Like I'm ranked like seventeenth in the country for limited play. And I think like wow. 
35th for constructed play or something. Sorry. Oh, wait, oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait, what was your rank? I, I didn't I, know. This is exciting. I'm seven. So, like, what they do is they rank everyone on a leaderboard based on their ELO and their XP, like how they will do in events. Okay. So, I'm like, I think I'm like 20, like 17th or 25th in the country for limited uh, wow. XP, which is like drafting. And then I'm like, I think I'm like 50, 55 or something for like constructed ELO. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, um, that's, and, that's exciting. All right. Is no, the country like, the US or Canada? No. Canada, the country's Canada. Oh, okay. So wait, when you sell your cards, you get do you get Elizabeth Bucks or do you get Charles Bucks? I mean soon it'll be Charles Bucks, which is upsetting. Jeez, I, all your all your old all your old Queen Elizabeth foils are gonna be useless. <laughs> better sell them. Dude, can you imagine if every time they like Queen Elizabeth did a public address, it's like, so <laughs> for the Diamond Jubilee, we're doing a limited edition Queen Elizabeth all over there. <laughs> <laughs> rotate all that old shit yeah yeah oh my um, god but i do i do think it is like dude the princess diana like cards must go for crazy oh, anyway love her. Uh, <laughs> um what was i gonna say anyway so it's like but in that it's like there just isn't that same thing you know what i mean yeah and like sure. and i think it's also just like the community doesn't want it so it's like if i like i think like i honestly believe in my heart that cash prizing would make tournaments better but, but also worse. Mm. But people don't want to do it. Huh. How would it make it worse, Phil? Because then you invite the scum of the earth to come oh play. Oh my god. I, I mean, I hate this argument so all much. All these poker players. I mean, you know, actually, honestly, like, if you have a person who's like a poker player, I'm pretty okay with that. Uh, like, most of the criticisms I have are around the TCG model itself and how, like, you know, they're just it's like... exploitative. It's dystopian. It, I mean, it's the like, TCGs themselves are pretty, like, exploitative, but, like... The idea of people playing competitively, I think that's I think that's exciting. I mean, Although I, I mean, how are you gonna afford that? Jeez. I, I think well I have we have a we have like a commune of players who like all share cards together. You mean so, like Netrunner as a whole? No, but like I'm mean, like in the flesh and blood scene. Like in that's the flesh the and blood real scene, hack. I have like we have like a team of like eight of us who like share cards and like So wait, and... are you you're saying you're saying when you play flesh and blood, you playing flesh and blood with everyone who's played with the person you're playing flesh and blood with. This is kind of like a like a metaphor. No, I think he I just guess. has a team. I have a team, <laughs> flesh and saying. blood. Players. Oh, I see. This is okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I have a bunch. Of, I have a bunch of like ex netrunner players, and we all play flesh and blood together in Vancouver, and like share cards and like strategize together. Oh, that's fun. Oh, um, because we all stopped, meta. Yeah, we all stopped playing netrunner because the tournament scene got bad. Ooh, like, wait, I it mean, got it got bad, or well, it was always just, bad. I you realized that, it was bad. I realized it was. We realized that coming out of COVID, that the tournament scene wasn't going to pick back up, and I think. You know, which is fine. Like, I, I just think that, like, like, like Phil's view, which is like, I don't want cash prizing because it's gonna fucking invite scum of the earth or whatever. I think is accurate. Yeah, I think there's like a nuanced discussion to be had about like tournament attendance and like who plays in our tournaments and like how to handle that as a community. But I think there's just a large subset of people who are like, I would rather play in like six to eight person tournaments and no and like everybody versus playing like 20 to 25 person tournaments and maybe dislike for the people who are attending um and that's i like it's not an argument worth having because i'm not going to convince 90 percent of the netrunner player base and it's it, there's nothing to convince them of it's like a, it's like a mindset thing right so it's mm -hmm. like there are some people who go to netrunner tournaments and do not care how large the tournaments are they just don't they're just like i'm just here to play fun i'm just here to have fun and like do whatever and like it doesn't matter sure and there are people like me who are like, I want an organized play circuit that I care about. And I'm trying to build that in the Pacific Northwest, but it's like, 
you know, it's just not the same. There's not the same level of support. Which is like right. not to say which is not to say that like Netrunner organized play is is terrible. Like I'm not saying it's awful. I'm just saying like it's not what I wish it was, but it's like Netrunner organized like Netrunner organized play just isn't for me anymore. Do you know what I mean? They're not a, they're not an exploitive TCG trying to make money, right? You know, when you when you're that and you're like, how do we bring the people in? Oh, we're gonna run big events, it'll be great. Well, it used you know? to be better. It used to be better in Netrunner. Like they like the old the things have changed a lot. Like, it's not just me being like, oh, I wish it was a TCG. I'm like, we used to do things in a different way, and it worked, in my opinion, better. Sure. Like, this whole circuit, like, we're in this whole circuit opener thing, right? I broadly don't think the circuit openers have worked. We've been over mm. it. We've been over it. I mean, yeah, well, this is just rehashing old episodes. But, like, yeah. the, it's clear that, like, circuit openers, multiple nationals, like, Netrunner organized play just isn't for people like me anymore. You know? Sure. And, and it's, probably, it's probably just simply because it's just not big enough, right? Like... If I mean, it was if it was bigger than you know, you, you get a lot of people, more people, more people at the you know at the super competitive level, you know whatever X percent of the community, you know, and then you know you get that hyper competitive cream of the crop thing, which is which is really fun, by the way. Uh, I mean, I if, think you know, the, if there's the not enough people, think, then it's not sure. But I think the problem is you need to build it, and it will, like you need to like the obligation is on the the organization to build it first. You need to entice those people out. Well, for sure, because it's like why would. Like, my ex-Netrunner friends who played Flesh and Blood, like, my ex-Netrunner people who play Flesh and Blood, like, why would they go back to tournaments? Like, why would I, you know, I could go to this other tournament where I'm going to get cool foils that I can sell for money, or I could just go to this thing where you'd be like, thanks for joining us. I mean, like, literally, there have been weekends where it's like, I could play in a tournament where, like, if I do well, I get paid out, like, 300 Canadian dollars, versus... Elizabeth dollars. Elizabeth dollars. Versus... I could go like to some event in Seattle where I'm getting nothing in freedom dollars. Like I'm just getting like a playmat. And like there are gonna be some people who hear this and I'm just like, well, that's what Netrunner is. And that's fine. I'm like, mm. that's fine. But like it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not the same. And, True, it's not the same. It's it's definitely different. And it's hard. So like if if you're like me and you're someone who really wants to compete, it's like hard to do it, I feel like. I also just fucking am so like I'm, I'm just not happy with how the circuit opens are running. I mean, I'm gonna try and give more measured feedback, but it's just like I disagree with how they're being run. And do you want to um, tell us about a trip you took to play Netrunner that maybe you enjoyed? I did enjoy. I'm like, I'm liking playing Netrunner. I went to Victoria for a trip uh, to play a circuit opener. Yeah, we had like 16 people, which was like more than I thought we would. Um, it was good. Like I, I liked. It was my first time going to Victoria. Oh, it's super nice out there. Oh, I loved it. I liked being on the ferry. Um, it was really, really nice. Um, what was the other thing? That's all. What no. decks did you play? I played, um, I played Egg Infusion, Loki, Loki Combo, and, uh, Tag Messiah. Oh, okay. And I liked both those decks. I really liked, I really liked playing Egg Infusion, Loki Combo. I think I'm, like, finally starting to get to the point where I'm ready to move on and play something else. Oh, wow. I'm just, like, I'm tired of fucking people teching against me in the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. It's fucking exhausting. Those games so, take like, for fucking ever, too. Oh, my God. What, they don't take forever. The they win. I, I've gone a time, like, twice in my entire life. Oh, okay. But I think that the, my problem is you just roll up people playing, like, fucking two copies of Hush on a Hunting Grounds because, like, they know I'm going to play the deck. <laughs> you know uh -huh. what I mean? So, like, from their perspective, they're, like, they have to beat Eric Kielback to, like, win this tournament or whatever. And so, like, I oh. fucking roll in the cut, and it's like two Hush and Hunter Guns. I'm like, well, this sucks. First is yeah. like, so everyone's like teching against me, which means I need to change my corp deck, which is like, that's yeah. what I understand. It's just frustrating. You've become, you've become an item. You're a staple. That's, you know, that's, the, that's kind yeah. of the hard thing. You know, once you, once you become an entity, then. 
One thing I always loved about competitive card games is that um, I remember when I was really young and designing decks and there were decks I would specifically not design because they could be countered. And I'm like, well, I can't make this deck because this counter exists mm. and therefore it's counterable. I can't play it. And it, and then it was, it was actually, this is one of the things I loved about competitive play was it was when I got into competitive play that I realized that it was like, people aren't going to run those counters unless they have a reason to. It's just, it's crazy how like, I guess, I guess just like stingy people come become with their cards when it comes to like the most competitive layer of play, which is totally reasonable. Um, and so like you can play things that are totally counterable and no one's going to counter it unless they think they have to. And it's just this like mm -hmm. totally different environment. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, well, I'm just gonna like put these things in that like, you know, it's just like a generally good deck. Like, no, you can't do that in competitive play. You've got to make a shark deck. It's going to beat the top three decks and then it's going to be really good on its own. And so there's this weird there's just this whole like countering meta and it's so interesting to be like, there's like, oh, this guy included four cards, he hard countered me. And then I'm like, okay, well, hard is it to include four cards? And it's like, actually, actually that's a lot. Like people are gonna yeah. only do that if they feel like there's a good reason to, which is just fascinating. Oh, the other reason I don't do a, po a Flesh and Blood podcast is um, I value my, I really like being anonymous in the Flesh and Blood community. Are, do like, you, are you anonymous? come after you. If they, you have a pod, you're, if you're on a podcast right now. People who yeah, play but, card games know about you. You, I, your I face is on a card in a card game. All right, I don't know how anonymous you think you are, but it's like a niche card game that nobody cares about. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not like oh, in that community, sure. Well, they're not taking it. They're not taking against Netrunner. So I think also <laughs> they aren't, and I also think like the vast majority of okay. First off, the va I think people. This is such a funny fucking conversation. <laughs> People don't know that I have a Netrunner card with my face on it. Like, that is just oh, not man. a known fact by, like, the vast majority of the population. That's so good. And so, when I go to a Flesh and Blood tournament, I get to just, like, be anonymous and, like, be myself. There you go. This is, like, with a Netrunner tournament, like, everyone knows me. You don't True. bring your, your, your mutually assured destruction play, Matt, and be like, huh? Check out this guy pushing a button. Look familiar? <laughs> I have brought that to Flesh and Blood events. But signed, signed by you. <laughs> yeah. I've, I think, um, yeah, so I just like, I just like, um, like, going to network tournaments is fun. I feel like I kind of always have to be, like, socially available in some sense. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Bit of a celebrity. Like, Bit of yeah. a celebrity there, hey, hey? I mean, it's not like, you know, it's that, it's the No, it's true. I'm making fun of you. It's fine. But it's just true. I mean, like, and so, but versus going to, uh, What's it called? Going to like a flesh and blood tournament, I can just like be whatever. Like I can just do whatever. Like I'm just gonna be myself. And I kind of feel like I kind of feel like we're like we like Netrunner is like your home. Like that's where you want to live, right? But that's not where you want to like work. You know, you want to go. You want to go out. You want to participate in like the crappy part of human society. But you need you need some you need a wholesome place to come back to. You know what I mean? I mean, I I I haven't stopped playing Netrunner. Or you're you're putting in the paces. I I like I like um I like the community. I think as I've gotten older, that's I just value that more. Oh, yeah. How old are? Uh, sorry, how, you're like you're like 27, right? I'm 24. Oh man, then, uh, you know I'm just I know, terrible. I know. I, I don't give him my time. Right. I was well, I was, I was, good I, was 14, kid. I was 14 when I started. You know, when I was when I was 24, I was definitely like I was like you know I gotta make the best deck. I'm gonna be <laughs> you know these people are all serious. I can be serious. I'm gonna prove myself. And then, uh, you know, and then, like you said, as I got older, I was kind of like, ah, ah, you know, I guess we'll just have a good time. It's fine. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you priorities change, and I like the Netrunner community a lot, and I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm just trying to, like, I'm focused on, like, giving back to it in ways. Um, so, like, I'm organizing Cascadia, for example. Oh, helping, helping organize Cascadia with Sam. Oh, you're organizing that? Oh, Holy gosh. fuck, dude. Go, jeez. <laughs> you know you've got to go to Cascadia. Oh, uh, no. It's I didn't right realize there. moving to the West Coast would make me obliged to participate in all these events. You can't, then just fucking don't call yourself a Netrunner podcast. Oh, like, I don't know what this is. No. <laughs> you should start a Flesh and Blood I podcast. <laughs> it's a lot of money. You just, you just said that I used to play Netrunner, but don't actually go to events podcast. Yeah, there you That'd go. That'd be pretty popular. There's I don't think there was them. any. I don't think there was any doubt that that's that's what I was. Where where did you move from? Uh, the east side of uh, Washington State. Oh, where's Washington State? What? We're geographically like... challenged. You gotta explain it to us. What <laughs> Washington State is the state that Tacoma and Seattle are in. I thought that's Washington. Get it? Oh. I, it is. The reason I call it Washington State is because Washington internationally is generally inferred by people to be Washington, D.C. I thought Washington so, State would be the place that Washington, D.C. is in. Like, what, the, the, the state. Washington, so Washington, D.C. is I, not in Washington State. What? what? Are you a. <laughs> but we're Washington, Canadian. Like we're if Canadian. you're calling it Washington State, logically, it would be a state that only contains Washington. Oh, I finally know. enough. I know. I know, right? Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of deep politics on like what happened with this. Um, anyways, this regional area, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, was originally called Columbia, and then eventually it got specifically broken up, and now it's called Washington. But specifically, Washington D.C. is in the District of Columbia, which is not Columbia. They moved that I just mentioned. It's yeah. it's District of Columbia, which is the e so basically they took our general name. Columbia, and we took their specific name, Washington. What state is Washington the city in? Uh, what, do, you, do you mean Washington, D.C.? Yeah. It's not in a state. It's in uh, a non-state called the District of Columbia. Oh, it's the in District. like a little, so like, it's a, what the fuck? So it's in a little, yeah, it's, like, it's in a little, yeah, like, it's like, you know, a little like right next to Virginia there. It kind of, it's its own thing, you know? I think there was some kind of like thing about like, you know, we can't, we can't have the capital inside a state because they're going to get preference. And then, you know, the farmers are going to get more than the city people. So it, it was it was a whole thing in like 1800s. I always thought Washington State was where Washington, D.C. was. That's so crazy. Wait, OK. No, hold on. So you've been to Seattle. Yeah. Did you know what state Seattle was in? Seattle's in Washington. OK. Do you know where the capital of the United States is? Yeah, it's in I knew the I thought the I thought the capital was in Washington State. You thought the capital of the United States was on the West Coast. No, I thought it, I thought Washington State was where like I thought that there was a state on the East Coast called Washington State and you would logically call it Washington State because it is a state that only contains the city of Washington. Oh, you th okay, I see. You're thinking of the District of Columbia. The District of Columbia contains just the city of Washington. Which I thought would Washington logically State if Contains yeah. lots of things, you know, Mount Rainier, Seattle. Sure, sure. Like I, well, I would say because my point would be that calling it Washington State is kind of redundant because we just know that Washington's already a state. Were you like uh, confused because you've been there like six times and you're like, I can't believe I haven't seen Obama yet? Just, I just think that doesn't Obama live in Chicago? I don't know. 
Or do you think they all, like, like once they become president, they're all forced to live in the White House until they die? Yeah, pretty much. That would be hype, honestly. Could you imagine, like, Big oh Brother, but it's all the, all the U.S. presidents? Could you imagine being the president and you have to deal with all of the old former presidents just, like, <laughs> walking around at night in their pajamas and being like, hey, saw you on TV, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, sure. I feel like that would, like, because they could, like, become elder statesmen who guide the current president. I mean, if I had been president for four years, I'm going to be real. I would I would aggressively avoid talking about politics. I would just troll the shit out of, you know, whatever the current president is. It would be because I would be so done after four years um, or eight years or whatever. I would okay. be done after four and then, <laughs> and then I'd be very done after eight. Pain in the ass. Yeah. I speaking of this, this is going to be a short U.S. politics. Corner. I can't oh believe that, I can't believe that Joe Biden's going to be the nominee again. Oh yeah, he's yeah. I so mean, you know. old. He's so old. No, like that's definitely like the vibe, right? I mean, I just don't understand. I'm like, my man. I listen I have to Google. This. I don't know. Dark Brandon is like top of the meme category for me <laughs> Dark... right now. Fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 I guess he. Is, I guess he is pretty old, isn't he? I just think that um, he's eighty years old. Damn. I just think like so if you okay, like geez. I just think. Like, I have a lot of... Actually, no, fuck him. I don't have respect All right. for this. He's a fucking Democrat. But I think that, broadly, <laughs> it's like... Uh, Donald Trump is 76. I mean, they're really not that far they're, apart. They're old fogies. But it's like, if you listen to Obama Biden Obama is give, 61. <laughs> sure, but it's like, if you listen to Biden give a speech, if you listen to Joe Biden give a speech, you can tell he's struggling. He's given, you know he's I mean? given, uh, he's given uh, George W. Bush vibes. George W. Bush is a different set of problems, brother. <laughs> I, do you remember George W. Bush? <laughs> um, oh my god! I, I was, I think I was like, I was like four when the Iraq War happened. Wow! I think I was nine when he when he when he got elected. I must I, be I, older than that. I was two. I think I was like three years old when nine eleven happened. Jeez. Um. um anyway, sorry. What were we talking about? Joe well, Biden. Oh yeah, Washington State. So my point is that logically, if you have a state no, you're right. called fucking Washington State, it would be <laughs> redundant if it didn't have anything other than fucking Washington in it. Anyways. Otherwise, why would you need the qualifier? Like, it's just it's it's just a big it's just a big East Coast versus West Coast stick measuring contest. Duh. You know, I don't know. It's 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 highly illogical. Anyway, so people, okay, this is really interesting that you haven't encountered this. Um, but actually, it does make complete sense because I I am in my microcosm. People from Washington State call it Washington State. Like that's just like a habit we've picked that doesn't up. Make, that doesn't make any sense because because well, I mean, I know I know it makes no sense that there is a state and then there is a city and they're on opposite sides of the country. I, I agree with that. That's that's how it is. When when I went to college and I encountered a bunch of international students, whenever I told them uh, I was from Washington, they they thought I was from Washington, D.C., and so we had to start qualifying that. And that's just a thing we all do now. I didn't even think about it, really. I just think it's like, especially like, this is the one I understand, is like, if I'm in Vancouver and I'm visiting Seattle and someone says to me, no one's ever said this to me, but if someone did say Washington State to me, I'd be like, what the fuck is the point of that? Like, we both know we're talking about Washington. No, you're not. No, you're talking about, you're talking about the state, not the city. Sure, but there's like... Two, there's two different Washingtons, dude. No, I understand. But, like, okay, logically, you would call if we had to. The state's larger than the city, and we can just call the city oh, Washington, D.C. I see. You're saying we should call the city specifically because it's smaller and less important and by landmass. And also, like, it, 
like if I lived in Washington DC, I might just call it Washington too. But like you live in the fucking state of Washington, so logically we're going to be talking as, about the state of Washington. As a local, I'm not going to be extra specific. Well, but see, Eric, as a Netrunner player, I need to be as specific as possible because you, know, you don't want to leave any room for confusion. You know what I mean? I think confusion is like 80% of my brand. I believe you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say I have one other like, thing I want to talk about. Oh, we have you, a schedule. You, we have things we want to talk about. What do you want to talk about, about huh? Eric? <laughs> Phil, did you just invite me to talk to Eric the whole time? I thought it'd be good, yeah. I'm glad everyone's having a good time. <laughs> this is sad, Phil. Or Sil, as we like to call Sil. him. Oh, no. Are you sad? No. I'm good right now. <laughs> what are you eating? Uh, I, I, I was just finishing my beer. I might go nice. get another one. So, oh. Um, I, I was going to say that I've started doing some Netrunner coaching. For money? Yeah. Or for the joy. For money. For money. I feel oh. kind of... We might, Over Janet? The section, might actually, the section actually might just get cut, but like this oh, is now no. an ad. I think it needs to be cut. <laughs> oh no! Well, oh yeah, can't have I that. Mean, I don't. I don't want to. I mean, I'm not advertising anything. I'm just talking about that. I'm doing it. It's do you fun. like it? Do you like it? Yeah, I do like it. It's fun. I have. I feel like I get to talk to people who like that and I want to improve. And it's like we do. I'm doing like a lesson plan thing, which I like. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So it's like it's five lessons, and like we go through all these things. I want to talk. There's about. a curriculum. Oh yeah, my gosh. That's wow. actually that's very interesting to me. I would love to see a curriculum I, for and Netrunner, I know, and it's bonus that it's made by you. Yeah, and other people teach too. I want like competing well, does, schools of kung fu. Yes, like like that's what I'm saying. Like Andre does like through his Patreon. I don't know. That's like they reached out to me, and I was like, I guess I could do this. And honestly, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I feel like my students are getting something out of it, and it's good money for me. And like. Do you get your students to fight the students from the other school? <laughs> that would be sick. No, but yeah, I mean, you have to. How do we know what the better school is? Mm. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think that... The dojo. I, yeah, exactly. I oh, I love this. <clears throat> I think it's oh, interesting. I don't know. I might try and, like... Yeah, I like coaching. It's fun. I didn't... I also kind of felt... At the start, I felt weird about at doing it for money, but now I don't feel weird about it anymore. That's good. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think you should necessarily feel weird about that. I think that's fantastic. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, like I talked to a bunch of people about it, and like one of some something someone said to me was basically it's like the people who are want to pay you for coaching are people who have enough disposable income to pay you for coaching. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like these people are like trying like trying to can't make ends meet every month and are paying me for coaching. So I feel kind of better about it in that. They're sense. just they sold their they sold the family cow so that they could win at a network tournament so that yeah. they could go and then not win money to pay to to you know get the return on their investment. They could get I feel like that. and I feel like also like compared like I've done some non-paid coaching in the past, but I feel like the being paid part like really keeps me accountable in some sense. Mm. Sure, yeah. Like like it made me put a lot of work in, a lot of effort in, and like be like all these things because it's like I'm like trying to earn what I'm making. Like that's how I view it. So it's like I'm trying to do a good job and like deliver something that they can get value out of. Oh, that's nice. That's wow, good. I want to. I want your curriculum. Do I have to pay you to see your curriculum? Will you just like uh? Will you just like Dropbox it to me so I can just like look at it? I promise I won't leak. <laughs> we can talk about it. Does it I'm work like, without I'm like, the I'm teacher? Really you know, interested. I, I want to know. I mean, I, I wanna... sign. I sign homework every week. Uh, I want to know what, how Eric Kielbeck wants to teach Netrunner. That's actually, I mean, that's, it's a, not, that's a very interesting cosm to me. I think it's like, it's not really designed for people who are like, I've never played Netrunner before. Like, like it's for people who are like, know how to play Netrunner, but want to improve. 
Okay, yeah, great. So it's a lot of like it's a lot of like okay, like how should we think about the game? How can we think about deck selection? Like how should we think about all these different like aspects of the game? And then it's um I would say it's like probably like seventy percent like lecture and then thirty percent um game review. So reviewing games. Interesting. But well, that's uh, fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I'll probably try and you know take on more students as the summer goes on. It's fun. So and it's it's becoming less work as it goes on. Like now that I've built up the curriculum and stuff. Oh uh, like, yeah. You seems paid the upfront. Yeah, now you can coast. Paid the upfront cost. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun, and it's and then uh, we got I got Cascadia coming up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make it out. It's gonna be it's a big good. deal. Like I think. Oh, I'm, you're like, coming to Cascadia? I'm Holy fuck! Oh no, everyone's gonna be there. I think exactly. I have to go now. You yeah. gotta go to Cascadia, brother. Oh no, also, come, guys. Come, out, come out to Seattle on the twentieth. Of of May. May? In yeah. 10 days. Oh, no, guys. Seattle is driving. There's driving. And I got into an argument on Discord with some people from there. So now nah, I'm scared. Oh, yeah. No. So what do you Don't mean? Go. Wait, what was the argument about? <laughs> what, was, what was the argument about, brother? Come on. No, I can't. I can't. That no, would be, tell us. Tell that us. Would be, that would be too deep. No, no. I know, yes. I know no. all these people. I know all these people. They would want you to tell us. Everyone's gonna message me and be like, "What the heck, bro? What are you doing, man?" Nate, Nate hates Seattle. Confirmed. You'd be shocked by how much people don't care and don't message you about stuff. I, I uh, will no. say that. What, I Phil? Think... You message me every time. I thought, I thought that was what everyone felt. You're special. I will say that the fucking Seattle people are sucking a lot of ass at Netrunner recently. Like we've been are kicking, their, we've been kicking their ass. So yeah, for sure. Who's we? Like the Canadians. You're training oh. an entire generation. They don't have that. I mean, I think, I mean, um, I I do think that it's like they we've just been fucking owning them in tournaments. Like we keep winning. They had fucking we they were came up to Canada for a second open recently. Mm-hmm. Four of the top three of the top eight were Americans, and our fucking Canadian brother cut every one of them down. Good job, Canadian. Who is it? Uh, Joe beat a bunch of Americans. Oh hell yeah, Joe! I just think I just think the Canadians are better than the people in Seattle at Neverland. Oh, maybe. I, I don't know, like, like the only time like one of them's ever came at us was fucking Abraham picked up a win off me in Portland. But besides that, we've been just smoking them in tournaments left, the right, and center. Well, you know, you don't want to beat them too hard, otherwise, uh, you know, they won't want to play with you anymore. Well, they'll just close the border. <laughs> they can try. Wait, wait, hold on. Are you insinuating that America closes the border to Canada? That's that's is that, is that how it is? Canada doesn't close the border to America. It would it would solve so many problems if you guys did it instead of us. It'd be nice, honestly. I mean, I do think that. Um, I mean, the current U.S. national champion is Canadian because he won the U.S. national tournament. Not he's not the best player in in in. He won a U.S. national championship. Yeah. Who Saka? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, got it. Look, I know some things. I I feel like it's crazy to me that you like. Bro, come on, we gotta get. You gotta know more about that, really. You gotta uh, come. Up, you gotta. You have to come to Cascadia. I'm an old dog nowadays, Eric. You know what I mean. You know my glory days are. God, you know, do you know my glory days were God, seven years ago at this point? I was, I was playing. Seven, I was playing seven years ago. I know, but like you were just. You were. You, you were just. You were just. You know. I was still. A, I was still like a pupate. You were. <laughs> <laughs> you were just. You were a young Padawan when I exited the order. I'm full Obi Wan nowadays. You know what I mean. Old B one. Come, come up to Seattle on Sunday. Is you joking? All right. Well, if you promise me you'll be there, then I. I am. I, I have to be there because I'm running the tournament. I'm gonna be real, Eric. I would come there just, just to hang out with you. I, I don't. You know, maybe I wouldn't even play. I just, you know, just you have a do, good time. You, you can do that. That but, sounds great. But also, come and play. I mean, I have to go because I'm running the tournament down there. This is insane to me that you're going to another country to run tournaments. What the fuck? Eric? 
Because this, well, I'm, easy, you know. I'm, I'm holding this organized play scene together with my fucking bootstraps, Phil. Just, just do the Vancouver ones. <laughs> Why you gotta go to the States? No, oh, fucking Sam, Sam fucking couldn't handle it or whatever. He Aww. he couldn't do, he couldn't fucking run his event. I love he, him. He's, uh... I, I mean, this event's pretty fucking underground, which I love. We're just going to basically ambush a bar and run it in the bar without Oh, I love them. that. Yeah. Wait, you're not going to tell them? No, until we oh, did the Oh, my goodness. You're, you're filling you're about, their uh, bar. They don't give a shit. Is this, uh, this is, uh, Radiant? Uh, Radiant, yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah, Sam's, okay. Sam's a great guy. Sam's so good. He, like, he saved me from, like, this very drunk Brit at Worlds that was telling me the same story for the third time, which Wait, I love it, this it, one it, drunk Brit. Was it Matt? Or no, was it Matt? <laughs> you fucking know it was Matt. Dude, but I oh. love Matt so much, but I've so, seen like some drug different. I have four different stories about Matt. I mean, we all love Matt, but it's just so funny. Like every time it's fucking Matt. God, <laughs> You'd think there'd be more drunk Brits, but somehow it comes back to Matt. I will I will say, um uh you gotta come up the Cascade, you gotta come up in ten days, uh Nate. Alright, well it's on the uh okay, hold on. Just, just put sure in your calendar, like you put this podcast on your calendar. Let me check my. Ca I, I guys, I started using a calendar because I'm an adult now, and I do things more often now that I live it's on the so West Coast. Terrible. How old are you now, Nate? How I'm um 34. Oh, okay, that's reasonable. <laughs> oh, hey, look, that's great. You're not old yet. I think. Well, I didn't say that. I just think like you're not like decrepit or whatever. Like you still have some like you still have some vigor. That's right. That's right. I do. Once you once you get to thirty five though, it's fucking. It's it's awful. Yeah, yeah. I told and someone once... I was thirty six the other day, and they're like, "No, you're lying. You're thirty five. Which maybe I am. I don't know anymore. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what year were you born? Eighty seven. Wow. Wait, were you born before the Berlin Wall fell? Phil? Uh, yeah. I think it's a cause and effect thing. <laughs> Sick. Uh, definitely. Uh, COVID actually messed up my counting because i because i flipped into the um i had just flipped into my 30s and then COVID happened and so it was like mm. i'm not really comfortable with being 30 yet and then just like time stopped happening for like three years yeah. and then suddenly it did and i was like in my mid-30s and i was like oh my god i'm in my mid-30s what happened i think there are a lot of people in the community who talk to me to try and stay young nate so i think if you come to seattle in the 20th i can help you stay young Oh, that's so nice. You know, I'm sure that actually it'll probably be the same people that I actually met in Seattle 10 years ago, back when I was in my heydays. It'll be great. Old I think it'll be fun. Back like crazy. I'm, yeah, I, I can help you bury the hatchet that you have this wicked argument with the Seattle people over. <laughs> <laughs> wicked arguments. I don't know. I you know maybe you're overplaying it. I don't know if my arguments are as as intense as yours are. Okay, we gotta wrap this bad boy up because I've been pinged for raid. Your fucking destiny raid wait, can wait. 10 wait minutes. for WoW? Oh, for destiny. We got no. We got to We got to do. We got to do Canadian politics. Yeah. Did Let's we... get into that. Great. Do you want to lead with Danielle Smith, or do you want to lead with Trudeau with the fucking the Chinese ambassador? Oh, we already we already did Trudeau China stuff last time. No, but this is like this, this is, is like oh, it's getting even better. Yeah, this is like season two of Succession, baby. Like, Let's get spicy. Yeah, yeah, give us a little recap about season one, and then we'll dive into season two. Okay, so season one is like, hey, we think there's Chinese interference in Canadian elections, mm -hmm. and then there's like this back and forth on like 
oh, like, is, like, the Chinese government, like, bought, bought off this MP, and then it came out that the Chinese government, like, this Chinese organization made, like, a massive donation to the Trudeau Foundation, and then, like, everyone, like, the, all the head of the Trudeau Foundation, everyone resigned, and the optics were just terrible. And then it came out, basically, that, like, the Chinese, there's, there's this Chinese MP, um, holy fuck, what's his name? This is actually really spicy. I'm enjoying it. it. Is oh, really it's spicy. good. Uh, while while you look that up, I just I like the subplot where CSIS, which is like the Canadian NSA or FBI, something something in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, "Hey, oh, we have some some foreign meddling in our elections. Maybe check this out." And then did nothing. Michael. So Michael Chong. Michael <laughs> Chong. Telling. Michael Chong is a. Um, conservative mp who's chinese and has made basically him and his family were intimidated by the chinese ambassador to canada over the fact that he was critical of china's policy in the uyghurs you know fair thing to be critical of and the trudeau government was basically like we're not going to do anything about that and then they had a vote and every other party was like actually you should do something it's really fucked up that you're not standing up for a member of parliament even just because he's a, a member of the other party and then basically, the ambassador has been like declared persona non grata and been summoned to the parliament. And MP is member of parliament. Correct. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, got it. And so this is like a pretty big deal, in my opinion. And it's like the, the Trudeau is just fucking like basically like um, just doing his, the his, least possible. His family was potentially threatened in Hong Kong by the Chinese government. I mean, it's pretty fucked. Very cool. Like, and then, but the the real fucking scenes a scene stealer of this week has had to be. Daniel Smith. It's election season in Alberta. That's right. And Daniel Smith keeps being fucking wild. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Every... <laughs> the, my oh. favorite thing is, like, it will always be, like, Daniel Smith, like, it's always just videos of her saying, like, crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, like, they put out, like, this election material that's, like... We are not for privatized healthcare. We're not against abortions. And then, like, something comes out that just, like, totally counteracts that with her, with her saying it. Oh, it's UCP so good. UCP leader Danielle Smith says she let her frustrations get to her during the COVID-19 pandemic when she likened vaccinated Albertans to Nazi followers in a recently reserved 2021 video. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, um, those vaccinated Albertans. Her comments came from a, a clip in, from a 2021 video in which Smith drew a parallel between the 75% of Albertans who have been vaccinated against COVID-19 and supporter of Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany. She also said in those clips she had chosen not to wear a Remembrance Day poppy in protest of public health measures. Um, oh, she's so fucking crazy. And then she, there's like this fucking recent video where basically she's like, in a newly uncovered video, Daniel Smith lays out her detailed plan to sell off any of the hundred hospitals that are part of the public health care system. Look, it makes the economy look good, selling hospitals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, privatized oh, so it's like a whole thing. I'm so sad wait, now, and I'm even wait, sadder when she's going to win. Healthcare is different for you guys, right? You, Oh, that's yeah, it's, yeah. it's like It's, it's like pretty... Uh, I, I don't know if I want to say pretty good, but it's better. It's like it's like fucking better than whatever the hell's going down there. Yeah. No, see, sure. like, you know, over here, you know, they charge like a million dollars. But then, you know, you have the, the get out of jail free card as long as you like, you know, are in on the end. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it all works out mostly kind of unless you're not on the end. And then, you know, you then, get like a million dollar bill. Fucked. You get like a million dollar bill for like, you know, an ambulance ride. 
I just think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's tough for the Americans. It's tough. It sucks. I think that I, I think that we covered everything we want to talk about. I definitely didn't. The whole premise of this uh, episode. Oh was, no, Phil. Yes, Phil, I want to do it. Look, what was the Eric, premise of the episode? years ago, years ago, Borealis was on the horizon, and someone needed to tell people what was in it, and it was me and Nate and some other guy named Steve, who's also pretty Steve. good and couldn't be here tonight, but never forget Steve. So we made up a bunch of cards. That were in Borealis. And we were like 50% correct. Like, Matrix Analyzer was actually in Borealis. <laughs> were we really? Oh, man, good for us. <laughs> I know. We're good. I mean, you know, I guess at the end of the day, there's only so many mechanics, right? Yeah, yeah. Can we just look? So it makes sense. Can we just leak one card each from Bell Tower? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Perfect. Do we have any do we have any information to go off of to like, you know, I remember when we did that activity, we were we had the actual leaks. And so we were basically like, OK, what well, cards are going to be the cards that are paired with these cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have all the leaks. Like if you look at the attached documents, it's all the playtesting materials, some art stuff. We got everything. We got everything. Just choose one. Just choose one. I think I think what's really exciting for me is Null Signal is finally adding um, rarities to cards. Ooh, yeah. And so when you order, when, like, basically the, the mechanical pitch is when you order cards from the Null Signal store, like, there's only so many Mythic Rares will be in your set. And so you actually have to buy, like, three or four sets if you want a full collection. I think that's going to really make it exciting. Like, I'm really excited for them to reprint um, High Profile Target as a Chase Rare for the set. So um, I'm just I'm really excited to see the community like interface with the rarity mechanic. I think it's really gonna give collectors in the network community something to celebrate. <laughs> it takes me back to the corset days. It yeah, just makes, yeah, yeah. It makes sense that they wanted to like centralized distribution. Exactly. So they could start. Oh, dude, I've bought a third corset for the Desperado. Oh, oh my god. You know I'm gonna be real. I refused to. I was, and that actually is the reason I didn't play criminal. For five years, I was, I was like, you know, I just, I refuse to buy a third corset. That's, that's tyranny. So I have to play Shaper. And then I did. And then, you know, Shaper had their heyday. So it worked out. Yeah. No one needed three toolboxes. So it worked out. <laughs> oh, no. My Eureka deck, no. Mm. I yeah, just want to say the Anarch cards, they brought back, you know, for fans of Netrunner podcasts, they hired Jesse Turner. To do all the art, and it looks fucking sick. What? Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh my, that's amazing. You wait, Jesse Turner from uh, uh, that other uh, delicious podcast with um, Els Anderson. That's right. No. Yeah, he's no, a legit no, no, no. person that draws stuff for a living, and I can't believe they hired him. It's just like he's the permanent artist now in house. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good, oh and the, the style gosh. is very like. I mean, I think people are going to fucking hate it, but I love it. It reminds me of, uh, well, I don't know. You might know this one, Nate, like Jet Set Radio Future. Oh, yeah. So you good. mean for, for Xbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so man, that was, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, good art style. Fun, different, and yeah, the, the rares look fucking sick. <laughs> yes, this is all real, Nate. <laughs> uh, this, is, this, is an ex- this is an exciting, this is an exciting possible future. I like it. Cool. So thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast, Nate. Oh, thanks for having me, Eric, and chatting with me. Come up to come up to Seattle in ten days. Jesus Christ! This whole thing was an ad for the Seattle event in ten days. Okay, everyone go. Oh no! Jeez, I turned into an ad. I knew this was gonna happen. I know.
Hanging this. Okay, uh, get out of here. It's done. Uh, We're done. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Nate, give me a card. Give me a card. Just pick one. I, I gotta go, Phil. Just pick that was one. a lot of fun. I know you gotta go. This, this is the after credit scene. Nate's <laughs> gotta make up a card. No. Are we recording? Are we recording still? I, I didn't push the stop button. <sighs> I knew you would tell me that you were. Even if you told me you weren't, I would have. I would have known that you were. That I was what? Uh, so what do we got? What do we got coming up in the next set? Hmm. We know it's in Brazil. We know it's in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's 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 near New Angeles. Uh, it's adjacent to Ecuador, right? Do they which touch? The, Maybe they touch a little bit. Which is where the beanstalk is. That's so right. the the idea is, is that you're probably kind of in like the quote suburbs of New Angeles. <laughs> oh, deep, deep suburbs of the, of the global economy. Sure. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, one of my favorite cards, actually, uh, it, oh, my God, dude, my favorite card it was the root. Do you remember that? Oh, I love that. I tried so hard to make the root work. It oh doesn't work, but I tried no. so hard. I mean, it's okay. Like, you know, I kind of view game design as sort of this, like, um, like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So, like, like just just design stuff. And if it, like, doesn't work, I mean, that's okay. You can you can keep trying, right? And so that's that's what we do now. You know, okay. Now saying that, I'll bring I'll bring up some uh, I'll bring up some dirt with you. How about? Oh, I, I'm sure you like this. Oh, I love uh, the dirt. So you remember uh, World Plaza? Oh boy, let's I I place. can picture the art. What yeah, it does, right. I don't know. Um, so it was a <laughs> Wayland asset that uh -huh, could uh -huh. host multiple cards. So it like enabled you to put. It like was the worst Rex studio. Yes. It, yes. It, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. So then you were like, like, this was a cool card. Like, yeah, Waylon's about building things. So let's like multiple things. Oh, but all the possibilities, you could put the root and you could put an agenda if you're going tall or mm. you could like put a snare and your agenda. Oh, that's sneaky. And then and then they literally just printed full immersion Rex studio. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "This is this is a betrayal of yet again NBN coming in on my Wayland jam." Oh man, that was that was half some stuff. of the use case you just laid out didn't even work because you just access <laughs> the World's Plaza first, trash it, and then the other stuff wouldn't matter. Is that really how that worked? Isn't it? Is that how that is that how that worked? It's literally you unplayable. Oh no, you know it's FFG, unplayable baby. because it is trashable. Yeah, an untrashable playability and trashability are like an inverse relationship. Yeah, that's actually God, that's eerily true. Actually, <laughs> it's like the numbers matter on the cards. I don't know. Oh no, that's true. All right. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I was I was into the idea of well, you know, no, no, no. You know what? You can't even put an agenda. It's three assets. No, you're you're Wayland. The trash costs don't matter because they're not gonna get into your server. <laughs> You would hope so, but I, I don't know about that. They're never getting in. It's fine. It's going to be fine. You know, as soon as they release Jinja City Grade, they're never getting into your remote server. Yeah, yeah well, if we just wait three years, we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, Jinja. Anyways, do, um, the new version of this one is what you're telling me about? Of the root? Well, or it probably... Or Plaza. Uh, no, 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 no. I was actually... So we, men we mentioned... Uh, uh, Brazil, and that reminded me that it was near Ecuador, so it was near uh, the route. But I guess it probably wouldn't be. What would? What's Brazil about? 
Brazil, you have Fast and Furious in, 5. In the Netrunner world. I mean, it's probably pretty similar, I honestly. think that's like, the same the near future. I'll be honest. You <laughs> have... Uh, that's actually true for Brazil. Carnival. And you have... I, I don't know too much about Brazil. I'll be honest. Now that I have to think about it, I don't. Oh, coffee, coffee. It's like no. So I know one. I know what I know one Brazilian. Um, and he and he, they told me they were like, you know what, Brazil is a perfectly safe place as long as you don't flaunt your expensive watch. Sure. Yeah. You know. So that tells me it's like it's not it's not really it's not like it's not super safe. Like it's not your suburb. You know what I mean? But it's uh, but I I don't know. It's just it's kind of like the it's kind of like the East Coast. It sucks. <laughs> you could do a lot of stuff in uh, in Brazil. Well, so what do you got? You could probably got a lot of, you know, I, you know, there's one thing that's always true about kind of being on like the outskirts of success. You've got kind of like this, this epicenter of like crime. So that's probably like where the Temujin are, right? I've Maybe got some Tem- real bad news for you. I'm looking at a map right now. Ecuador and Brazil do not touch. Dang it. Well, you, you know, all of South America is really. A few hundred kilometers off. The, the the ring, right? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. Well, what's Brazil about then? I just told you. Fast and Furious 5. No, I don't want to. No. Oh, whoa. Oh, my gosh. Ecuador is on the opposite side of South America. It's not okay. even close. It's West Coast. You should love Ecuador. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I'm thinking like NBN Resort Town. I don't know. Let's see. We've got an ID with, that. you know, some kind of media media entity. It's mechanically some kind of thing that's like every time you go outside, uh, the media pays attention to you. Minus one link during a run. <laughs> I love this because this is like the final nail in the coffin of getting rid of Link. <laughs> it's just oh, an no. idea that gets rid of it even though they don't have any. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> this ID is useless. Oh, no, it's fine. No, we'll we'll just pair it with a good mechanic, and then and then people will not play it because they're like, we can't play this ID. It has a me- it has a good mechanic, but us another mechanic that's only useful rarely. So it's it's not reaching its full potential, therefore unplayable. Probably that true. happens. That happens pretty commonly yeah. in card in card game community. Okay, okay. Next cycle. Next cycle. Next time we hack out all the new cards, we're doing it on Retromancer. <laughs> what if it's just uh what if it's just us it could just be us it could just be us i think people like that uh you think so i can do that i think so i think so. all right i, I, I gotta go i gotta go though but it was lovely having you all right thanks for having me buddy i love you yeah, yeah. yeah i miss you too I, I hope we can see each other in cascadia are you going to cascadia yeah planning on it it's oh it's a no i haven't booked anything yet is what i'm saying uh, oh no! Do you think I can sleep in a dumpster in Seattle? What? You can stay at my house, probably. That sounds far. It's uh forty minutes away from Seattle. Like the dumpster could be very close. That is true. It's probably less safe, and there aren't good cocktails. Oh, you make a great point. Okay, well, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me, dude. Have a good night. All right, talk to you later, man. Bye.
Hello, Phil. Hello. Welcome to the Retromancer. Wait a minute. This is your podcast. I know I can drive this time. It'll feel so good. It'll feel so much more natural, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about... <laughs> no, you came on the podcast and you're like, Should we talk about the cards? <laughs> Oh, we will talk about the cards. Wait, were you on? Were you on? Were you on Retromance? Yeah. Yeah. Twice. When? He came on. He came on, and then I was like, "Hey, Phil, look, I loved having you. You were you were a delight. Also, you definitely were just a little bit too aggressive at driving the tempo." He's like, "I even wrote a note not to do that," and I was like, "Well, you did not read it because you." That's <laughs> it's so like the funny. first lulling conversation. He was like, "Should we get to it?" 